There have been a lot of musicians to brag about their sexual prowess, but only Will I Am can really describe his hardness. everybody and welcome once again to decomposition podcast where we hyper analyze all of your favorite songs my name is brad with me as always is my co-host katie katie you just made the most grossed out face i think i'm so grossed out by what you just said are you grossed out by the song in general or just by what i had to say about the song the way you phrased it the way i phrased it was uh accurate yes yeah that's that's the i am the song is gross yeah sure Today, we have a listener suggestion that was suggested by... I have no idea because I can't remember. Sorry. Yeah, I don't remember either. It was suggested a while ago. But this song... This song is insane. This song is. is absolutely insane. It is the 2011, I will call it hit, song by Will I Am. That, like, pains me. It pains you to say Will I Am. It pains me to talk about the hits of Will I Am solo. By Will I Am, it is T H E, which stands for the hardest ever. And it features both Mick Jagger and J Lo on vocals. Uh, I don't even understand how this happened. I need whoever suggested this song to us to remind us because I want to thank you. And also be mad at you. And also be mad at you. Um, This song went to number 36 on the Billboard Hot 100, number 31 on Billboard Pop Songs, number 45 on Latin Songs. It did go to number one on the UK R&B charts as well as number three on the UK singles, but... It was not on an album. It was recorded for Will I Am's fourth album, which was titled Hashtag Willpower. Ooh, Katie. an album title with a hashtag. Yeah. Uh, how very 2000, 2000 and late. late. Yeah. Nicely done, kid. <laughs> I was going to give you a high five with my left hand, but I realized that I'm, I don't have all of my fingers right now, so I can't. Don't say it like that. People will think <laughs> it's worse than it is. Brad did have a little bit of a work injury. That's and, right. That involved a blade and my hand. And his middle finger is comically bandaged at it the is, moment. It is a gigantic. It is like, it's like hollowing out a cucumber and wearing that on, on your, your middle finger. finger. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit like a, a Humpty's nose, yeah. but for my hand. Like your hand might hurt at the moment, but it's extra fun to give people the finger right, right now. It is. Oh, I have such an aggressive middle finger. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very aggressive, very angry. But yes, yeah, so this song was recorded for the album Hashtag Willpower. I hate oh, that. So you and me both. And was released as a promotional single two years before the album was released. Oh. But then they decided to not include it on the album, which I think was a great choice because this song is horrendously obnoxious. It is hilariously like bad. It's trying so hard to be hard. It's trying hard as would you say an MRF and boner? Oh gosh. Will I am one. Will I am one. It's trying so hard to be clever and failing spectacularly over and over again. It's like, look at this clever reference I made. Look at my clever wordplay, but it's all kind of shitty. Yeah, it is. And in fact, he talks about how it's the shit. He lit. does. He does talk about he that. He doesn't call it shitty, though. No, I don't think he means it the same way we do. The shit and shitty are actually opposites. That's which true. Which is interesting, That's right? That's correct. 
He also mm-hmm. gets medical. So <laughs> he gets a lot of things here. He gets scientific. We'll he, get into the details. Oh, of it. there's so much craziness happening in this song, all about going hard. And I don't know that I associate Will I Am as one who goes hard. I think they're trying to play it off as a double entendre. But then there are just too many, like, literal references. Right. I don't know how else to say this, except clinically. Uh, so I'm going to say it. To his erect penis. Yeah. Or to an erect yeah, penis. Yeah, I guess it doesn't have to be It doesn't be him. necessarily... He's not talking about his erect penis. Some of it is done in simile. Yeah. But it, it, it doesn't feel figurative. You know what the thing I is? Maybe know. he's just talking about various ways that he goes hard. I guess. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm so hard in multiple ways that I need to... <laughs> Please don't say that in the first person. Do not say it in the first person. <laughs> There are several ways that Will I Am is hard. Blech. And he's and happy when- to tell you about them. In fact, here's here's our friend J Lo. She is going to also tell you about well, she's Will I Am. Give you hardness. some advice about hardness, and then there's going to be a verse from Mick Jagger. There's, oh my god, this that is the most blows my mind. This is the most like phoned in Mick Jagger. It is staggering. Yeah, I'm you, holding my head. I yeah, I see. I I know that, Katie. I'm just putting it out there that I'm holding my head in disbelief. Can you go ahead and read the chorus for us? Oh, can I just say this? same line eight times yeah sure get buckle up buckle up (laughs) count along because we're about to go hard or go home good foreshadowing you can go hard or you can go home you can go hard or you can go home you can go hard or you can go home you can go hard or you can go home you can go hard or you can go home you can go hard or you can go home you can go hard or you can go home you can go hard or you can go home is there like a, a a proper definition of going hard? I think so. I mean, doesn't it mean to like go after things aggressively? I guess so, yeah. Do you want to like urban dictionary it? Uh, yeah, why don't you do that while I explain that? Um, Wiz Khalifa and Iggy Azalea also have a song called Go Hard or Go Home off of the what? Fast. Yeah, well, this song is the hardest ever. Uh, it is off of the Fast and Furious 7 soundtrack. That sounds cool. But like, what does it mean when Will I Am says, like, you, you're like, I, I, you can go hard or you can go home is obviously the exact same thing as you can go big or you can go home. And is, does that sound? Yeah, accurate? go big or yeah. go home, go hard or go home is the same thing. Right. Um, Did you look it up? Yeah, it means to face a challenge by making a bold, superior effort, lest one give up or forego the opportunity. Okay, what type of challenge do you think Will I Am is stepping up to? Well, he's not talking about the challenge he's stepping up to. He is inspiring his audience. You can go hard or you can go home. But he does get into how he goes hard throughout the song. Well, sometimes he says the beat is so hard. In fact, isn't that the refrain? That's the refrain. Can I? Can I read that? Go on. Or should I save that too? No, I think it, it fits in with yeah. this. I mean, the chorus is just the That's same true, line yeah. repeated eight times. So, Oh my goodness. This beat is so hard. I think that's just like congratulating himself on this how good beat. the beat of this song is. Which it is not. Uh, I'm going to be so bold as to say there is nothing about this song that is good. Not the beat. Not the music, not the contributions of J-Lo and Mick Jagger. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah, but I think we're laughing at him, not with him. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. We're laughing at all of them. Yeah. I know we're not there yet, but the video is insane. Video is incredible. Unless, is this a joke? 
If is it's the a- whole thing a joke? Because how could you take this seriously? Yes, it's a joke. No, it's not intentional. You think the three of them did this as a serious I think the three piece. of them did this as a, a, a way to get a, a paycheck. Like Mick Jagger doesn't care. Mm. He doesn't care anymore. But Mick Jagger also doesn't need the paycheck. So maybe he, he just did yeah. this to be like, F it. Who cares? I'll do whatever. Well, I can tell you why Mick Jagger did it. Oh, you can? Yes. Please, I do have a, a quote here. So one of the producers on this song was Jimmy Iovine, who is a very famous producer. He's worked with the likes of John Lennon, Kansas, Springsteen, Tom Petty, Dire Straits, Stevie Nicks, U2, Gwen Stefani, Lady Gaga, and Iggy Azalea. He is very famous because he was the one that signed Tupac to Interscope Records, which was the first hip-hop artist signed to Interscope Records. He co-founded Beats by Dre. He produced the movie 8 Mile. Like, this man is is a legend, okay? And so when Will I Am brought this to his studio, they said, like, okay, are you going to feature somebody in it? And Will I Am didn't want to. He thought... He yeah. thought this stood on its own? Yeah. Which, Katie, like, it, it, is, it makes no difference as to whether or not there's a feature. It does make a difference. This. It wouldn't even be worth talking about. Without, yeah. If, if yeah, we didn't have who, baby. J-Lo and Mick Jagger. That's a tough Mostly call. Mostly Mick Jagger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what he did was when they when they asked him if he wanted to feature anybody or if he would feature anybody, uh, Will I Am, which I wrote down in my notes as just dot I dot am. I am. <laughs> uh, I am suggested Mick Jagger because he thought it would never happen. So that's not the reason why Mick Jagger did it. It's the reason why Mick Jagger was asked right. to do it. And so I have a quote about that. Yeah. So Will I am said, uh, quote, I went to play material for the label and Jimmy Iovine is like, yo, this is dope. Who are you going to put on it? He said, quote, I'm like, what are you talking about? It's finished. It's me. So he's like, oh, you don't feature no one? Which I think is probably a direct quote from Jimmy Iovine. <laughs> so, uh, Will I am throughout the name Mick Jagger because, quote, so I think of the hardest thing ever and it happened. Mick Jagger. I just wanted to throw something out there that I thought would never be possible so they would stop asking me. And then they made it happen. And then Jimmy Iovine, as this very, very famous producer who hadn't produced a song in over a decade, okay, goes and he produces Mick Jagger's vocals. Why, if you're Jimmy Iovine, yeah. would this be the first thing that you produced in a decade? Uh, who knows? Maybe Jagger wouldn't do it without Jimmy Iovine producing it for him. Nothing will ever help me to understand why Mick Jagger did this in the first place. Yeah, no, it doesn't make I think it was just an easy paycheck. But he's Mick Jagger. He doesn't need a paycheck. And I know that I'm giving like the Paul McCartney defense here. Yeah. But this isn't Paul McCartney in 1980 or whenever the Wings Christmas song came out. This is Mick Jagger in 2019. The Rolling Stones still tour. Yeah. And he's like a bajillionaire. He's a rock God, what does he need to do this song for? I can't believe it's about money. I have to believe it's a joke. At least for him, it's a joke. I'm going to make a suggestion, but it's going to be after I read verse one. Okay. Because I think that we have a rationale for it here. I'm going to go hard, hard to the core, hard like mother effing liquid swords. He says swords. He does say swords. He does say swords. Harder than worldwide stadium tours. I am the future. DeLorean doors. Will he survive? Never deceased. I don't think I'm a ever going rest in peace. I'm a kill the game. Leave the rest in pieces. Now everyone want my recipes. 
tell a jealous chicken, <laughs> I don't know what the beef is. I'm just making money for my grandkids' nieces. I'm going to work hard. That's my thesis. This beat is the shit feces. <laughs> Pardon me, ma'am. I'm going to go dumb. Smart I am. I'm complicated. Hard I am. I end the beginning, then start it again. Now, Katie, you are holding your face, and you said to me that you had to stop taking notes because you have to analyze every single line, yeah. basically. Yeah. Analyze is too kind a word, but I was writing something down about every line, and my all my notes are just like, what? Yeah. This is, it, is, mental. is Just like babbly scribble? Yeah. Oh, boy. I do have a- This song is insane. A problem right up top, though. Please. With hard like MRFN liquid swords. Okay, so that actually um That has an explanation? Yes, liquid swords, as, <laughs> as Mr. I am puts it. That's actually uh the name of an album by uh, uh who was it? It was members Wu-Tang of the Wu-Tang Clan. Clan. G Z A? Yeah, Jizza. Yeah. Okay. That's a terrible name. So that was his uh second solo album is Liquid Swords. Okay. Which uh, okay. is evidently a very hard album. So it's an illusion that I didn't understand because I'm not familiar with the albums of the Wu-Tang Clan. Right, which I I was not familiar with it either until taking notes for this this song. I accept liquid swords then. Okay. Or swords, whatever you want to call them. Liquid swords. Because like, that's still a stupid name though. Like, we could go back to Jizza and his unfortunate nomenclature. Yeah. And the album title Liquid Swords is stupid. Like, why would you want a liquid sword? It doesn't make any sense. And you know a liquid what? sword isn't hard. I get like the album is is hard, right? When but. well when we discuss Jizz's works, maybe we'll talk about liquid swords. But I'm <laughs> I'm going to just trust that this is a hard album. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get that. I'm the future DeLorean Doors. Okay, yeah. So that's dumb. That's real dumb. That is real dumb because the DeLorean is obviously from the 80s. Yeah. Now, I understand it's a reference to Back to the Future. I get that. Right. But the car... Is not from the future. It was supposed to look futuristic in the 80s. Right. It's 2011 when this song comes out. Yeah. So, pretty stupid reference. Pretty stupid reference. However, can I tell you the the fantastic tidbit of information that I just found? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, Will I Am, this is back in 2012, so just just after this song came out. Okay. Will I Am teamed up with DeLorean. Shut to, up. To I make can't a take car, this. yeah, called the I Am Auto. I hate now, this. I hate all of this. I want to give you a quote from topspeed.com. I hate you topspeed.com. When discussing the the car, which also has speakers by Beats by Dre. Well, of course, cuz this whole thing is a Beats commercial. It is basically a Beats commercial. According to Will I Am, he invested money in building his own vehicle because he wanted to bring jobs to the ghetto where he came from. Then it goes on to say, quote, looking at it without any pretense, the car looks like an aftermarket mashup of, quote, curious proportions. It's been built using OEM Chrysler parts and features Beats by Dre sound system, which is probably the only thing we like about the car. Oh, I don't hate them, actually. No. That's fine. I want to show you a picture of this thing. It's hideous. It is hideous, which is why people don't drive around in an IM auto. No. So that's a... Like, if you want to provide jobs to a community... Yeah. Suggest a car that's practical, that's going to sell well so that more people can have a job manufacturing it. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. It's stupider than the song. Yeah. Or or a car that people can afford to buy to get to and from their workplace. Yeah. 
So yeah. Ah, uh, what's the next line you find crazy? All of them. <laughs> um, tell a je- tell a jealous chicken. I know what the beef is. Yeah. I I know what the you know what the slang term beef means. Right. I obviously understand you know that it's a, about a dispute or an argument or whatever. Right. But it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Who also, is- we rhymed piece pieces and recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. What does uh, a jealous chicken and not having beef have to do with going hard? He's so, he goes so hard. That people are jealous? He's like, you're jealous and I don't even know what the problem is. Yeah, okay. Stupid though. Yeah. Stupid. Do you know what I was going to say about Mick Jagger agreeing to do this song? No. I think that he was just making money for his grandkids' nieces as well. Uh... I should have figured that he's out. He's just he's just building up whatever wealth he can so that no one in his family ever has to work. He can pass on the Jagger dynasty. That That's right. Can I throw in like a weird tidbit of information? I'd love it. So in 2007, I went to London. So in February 2007, I moved back to New Jersey from London. And in August of 2007, I went back to visit some friends. And we were out in a in a pub in like the middle of the afternoon, like just a, a group of friends, including Joe Shipley, just yeah. to throw that in there. <laughs> and Mick Jagger came in for one of his, I think it was one of his son's birthdays. Okay. Like the pub was relatively empty. It was just like, Mick Jagger's over there. And then we try not to bother them. And then I have pictures of our other old housemate, Greg, sitting in the chair Mick Jagger had sat in uh, after they left. So we tried really hard not to bother them. But I was in like close proximity to the genius who did a verse on this song. Well, I was going to say, at any point, did you overhear a conversation where Mick Jagger is telling his family, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy pitched a song to me. No, no, I I think this was too early for that. I also didn't hear him talk about his struggles in school, which we'll get into (laughs) later in the song. (laughs) I have a pretty good feeling Mick Jagger knew about this song approximately 15 minutes before he was actually in the studio recording it. Uh, I think he only learned the words as he recorded them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he definitely had a notebook in front, in front of him. Of him. With and the he was like, and, I'll say all this shit, fine. I'll just, I'll just do whatever I want and you guys, I don't know. I actually, though, to be honest with you, don't mind the line, I'm just making money for my grandkids' nieces. No, 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 that neither do I. maybe like the cleverest line in the song. I do have a problem with, I'm a work hard, that's my thesis. I mean... No, that's not a bad line. Forget it. Forget like, what I just that said. That is the thesis statement of the song. It's not particularly complex. Right. It gives us the what he's talking about, but not the why it's important. Right. But it's fine. Like, that is his thesis. However... Yeah. However, yeah, this beat is the shit feces. And then he doesn't even say like feces. Right. He says feces, feces. just so it rhymes with feces. Right. Yeah. I would. That's feces. If that line were in a better sounding song, I would get a kick out of it. If that were in I Got a Feeling, mm-hmm. I would get it. I would be like, I am on board for that line. But it would need to be. Be coupled with something where you could say feces. Right. Because to say feces is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the actual written line, it's just in such a bad song that I think that that line is terrible. It doesn't seem connected to anything else either. Like the whole verse is about how hard I'm going to go. And then all of a sudden it just, by the way, this beat is the shit thesis. So he also says that this beat is so hard. So using the transitive property, therefore, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Will I am's feces is super hard and thus must be very uncomfortable also, to pass. Also, like he needs a laxative, right? <laughs> he does a stool softener. Yeah. His I'm concerned. He super needs super hard feces. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm a go dumb. Well, maybe he's just saying to me, maybe I'm the ma'am and he's saying, pardon me, I recognize that last line was dumb. I hope so, because the next line is smart I am. So dumb meaning either um, unintelligent or without the ability to speak. Mm-hmm. Those are the two meanings. Me, two meanings of the word dumb. He keeps talking. Uh-huh. One, and then he immediately contradicts that by saying smart I am. Yoda. Like Yoda. And I get it. Will I am smart I am and hard, I, hard am. I am I know I know Will I get it we your get it, erect dude. penis Ugh. is super engorged with blood I'm horrified by that statement Yep 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 I'm upset about <laughs> it You look like you're about to cry Ugh. Are you gonna have a hard time eating dinner after we're done recording I this? I feel a little sick Sure And then the rest of the verse is fine Just one yeah. line and who cares about it Oh You know what That like I end the beginning then start it again Again in a better song. Like, the music is so bad in this. It's a very, like, dubstepy kind of sound. And mm-hmm. I get it. It was 2011. Like That was popular. Yeah, exactly. You wait for the, the, the bass to drop. Uh, Good lines peppered throughout. But will like, I am, smart I am, hard I am. I end the beginning, then start it again. Like, there is a cleverness. He is complicated. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> better better complicated person uh will i am or the subject of avril lavigne's complicated i hate them both don't make me choose you don't know the subject of avril lavigne's complicated you just know avril lavigne no i know the song complicated no no no. but i'm saying like who it is that she is singing about who cares who cares put away all your preppy clothes some preppy clothed uh teenage clothed that's person. a hard word to say that is a hard word is to that say. as hard as this song who it's does harder. this song go harder than the word clothes clothes go clothed goes <laughs> oh gosh you gotta cut that out i can't even say it no i'm not gonna cut that out um clothed, clothed goes hard because typically like one would pronounce or it just it closed hard. as in not open mm-hmm. they would sound the same clothed clothed it's not clothed it's my just- i got Tongue twistered. <laughs> I know how the word's how supposed go to be along said. With that? I don't know why I went along with that. I said it right two seconds ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Maybe but- I will cut it out just because I sound like an idiot. Okay, also. good. Tell a jealous chicken out. I know what the beef is. I'm just making money for my grandkids' nieces. I'ma work hard. That's my thesis. This beat is a shit thesis. Uh, Should we do verse two? Let's do verse two. Do you want to go ahead and read that for us? Uh, No, I hate it. Okay. Actually, there's a line in here I think is genuinely funny. Yeah. Even though I also think it's terrible. Maybe. Okay. That's probably true of several lines in here. Several of them, yep. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, I've realized there's some... I have all the doozies. I get all the doozies. All right. You can get that or you can get this. You can call a demon. I'm going to call Jesus. You can get a curse. You can get a cross. You can go to work or you could be the boss. I'm going to be the owner. Be a thought donor. I'm going to go hard like a motherfucking boner. I'm going to make the beat put people in a coma. Also pronounced comer. You can be a geek or be a rolling stoner. I woke up in the morning hard like morning wood in the morning woke up thinking about microphoning very sexy 
E.T. on the mic, phone the homeland. I wait out like NASA. I'm way over here. I don't past you. I get stacks of cash. You get cashews. I go hard. Statues. Uh. So for as ridiculous... For as ridiculous as verse one, this puts the dick in ridiculous right there. <laughs> that is what this verse does. All right, Brad, start it Oh, up. okay. So what I'm going to start with about? the easy stuff. You said that coma, he says to rhyme with boner and donor, but it's not comer. He goes, dona, bona, coma. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Still not good. My apologies, Will, I am. Um, And then... I mean, are we skipping? You can call a demon. I'm going to call Jesus. What's happening here? First, I'm going to call Jesus with my erect phallus. Terrible. Jesus. I know the Viagra commercial said after four hours I should call a doctor, but I thought. You'd be more appropriate. I thought you'd be more appropriate. He's going to be like, pray. (laughs) It's just going to. When did the relationship between the speaker and the subject become so contentious? I didn't (laughs) feel this extreme contention all of a sudden all of a sudden i'm the jealous chicken is that what's happening the speaker's becoming the jealous chicken (sighs) or the you is the jealous chicken i guess the first verse is mostly about bragging and then the second verse is about like because i'm as great as i said i was in the first person sure first in the first verse (laughs) because i'm as great as i said i was in the first verse now the subject is under attack like just to remind you still in verse two i'm still great right but you're a problem don't forget about my great hardness like i've got a super great boner happening and you're gonna just call a demon i've got jesus on my side i do like the fact that he says like i'm gonna go hard just like a boner like he's he's not even necessarily bragging about his own genitals he has two yeah. Similes right. that refer to erect penises. Oh, here. he sure does. If you're gonna name your song the hardest ever, I guess you have to have two. You need erect to make sure similes. Yeah, two of them. He's got no. He's not gonna go hard like a flaccid wiener. But like, can't you go hard like something okay. that's not a wiener at like, all? Okay, so I'm sorry, <sighs> mom. So let's move on to, to the, the, <laughs> uh, the uh, I woke up in the morning. Hard like morning wood in the morning. How many times are we going to say morning? Let's rhyme morning with morning, which is always a great trick. And throw if the you're word a songwriter into the middle of that phrase as yeah. well. There's three mornings there. You know what the thing is? Like, I get it. Try harder. Like, morning wood does not happen post 12 p.m. So then it's just afternoon wood. Then it's just, then it's just straight up wood at that point. But will I am. Oh, so you're arguing that we don't need the line, I woke up in the morning? I feel like we don't need to have that additional use of the word morning in the middle of the statement. Oh, you would have it, I I woke woke up up in in the the morning. morning, Hard like wood in the morning. But you still wouldn't rhyme morning with morning. I would probably take out both of the other mornings. Mm -hmm. I woke woke up up in the the morning, hard hard like like wood. wood. Now, the next line is woke up thinking... About microphoning. When With a he, raging boner. When he has a dream about performing on a microphone, yep. he wakes up rock hard. I hate saying that phrase. I mean, different strokes for different folks. I'm not going to judge no them for his sexual proclivities. On the different strokes oh, there. Oh, boy. He's going to put that microphone right in his mouth. Too far. 
It's a microphone, Katie. Where else do you, you put it? You don't put it in your mouth. Well, around your mouth. Occasionally it touches your lips. Get some spittle on it. You stop it right there. <laughs> you settle down. First of all, you're the one judging. I'm totally judging. I'm yeah. 100% judging. And I, I won't apologize for it. Someone can give us a one-star review and call us ignorant, and I won't take it back. Right. E.T., own the mic, phone the homeland. I don't hate that. It's fine. Who it's cares? It's fine. I wait out like NASA. I Is he just saying NASA because of E.T.? Why are we even in outer space at this point, though? Just so <laughs> we could make a video where we go into space in a rocket? So hard, Katie. That's so hard. He's so hard he'll launch you into outer space? What's happening here? I'm way over here. I done passed you. First of all, uh, the lyrics have the word past misspelled. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just want to point that out. How do you spell the word past incorrectly? By using the wrong word past. It should be P-A-S-S-E-D. Correct. But Brad, you know how much you suck? You suck so much that while I get stacks of cash, you just get cashews. Okay, so... What kind of sick uh, burn is that? I would would like that more if the follow-up line weren't ridiculous because I get it cash and cashews Give fun wordplay peanuts cashews and peanuts obviously it's it's not a great line oh it could but, be like I get stacks of cash you get cashews while I'm making bank you get peanuts it, like who cares if it rhymes right, right? but like something that continues but, the nut imagery but hashtag willpower will I am needs to have it rhyme so mm-hmm. he follows so he's like I'm gonna throw cashews in there because I go hard comma statues and i hate that there's like no connection between i go hard and statues it's just i go hard statues like i understand the shit thesis (laughs) what do you think of when you think of hard not statues not statues i understand they are they are hard yeah it's true uh if it was marble statues i'd believe that more statues can be made out of literally anything that's true yeah that's that's true I don't know, actually. I'm saying that's true, but I Softer don't know things. that. Would you make a statue out of, like, something soft like Silly Putty or peanut butter? What peanut butter? That's the not That's not the best choice. <laughs> statue building. I have to tell you what's happened here. Uh, go for it. So, I Googled. Did you Google hard statues? Do statues have to be hard? And the first result that comes back David? is just a question. Why do Greek statues have such small penises? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There is no way to... Let's abandon the whole statue thing. Let's just leave it at that. Cool, 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 cool. (laughs) Why don't you say, like, can you make statues out of soft material? Wouldn't that be a better Google search? I was trying to Google fast and listen to at the same time. I know how to Google search. That's what you get for listening to me. That's I get (laughs) a reference to Greek small penises. Yeah. How many times can we say penis in this episode? (laughs) Loads. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) I woke up in the morning, hard like morning, wood in the morning, woke up thinking about microphone and ET on the microphone, the homeland. I had written a uh, a different intro that I forgot to use for this song. Can I just read that now real quick? Sure. A message to the mothers out there. Watch out for Will I Am. He's going hard like a boner, and according to Mick Jagger, he's going in. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I hate this. It's, oh, boy. Yeah. But yeah. first we have J-Lo's part, right? We do. Is it all right if I just read a quick little factoid? No. Nope. I haven't dropped one of those in there. You do care? Not a I fan? I care. I'm not a fan. No, all go right. ahead. So Slant Magazine called this album, hashtag willpower, quote, a slog of pop cliches and self-absorbed preening, quote, 
Every track can be boiled down to a handful of catchphrases, a fuzzed up club beat, and some sort of glitchy mid-song breakdown, which seems to be like, now first of all, end quote, for, this seems to be like his money printing formula. Yeah. And that's exactly what this song is. So if the rest of the album is likewise like this. I mean, what is Will I Am even doing here, really? Because he's so auto-tuned yeah. that he's not singing well, but he's also not rapping well. Like, right. what do you call this? He's not even speaking well. They auto-tune the shit out of him. This also sounds like a Black Eyed Peas song, so I don't understand why it's a Will I Am solo project. I guess, except, I don't know, the few Black Eyed Peas songs that I like, although silly, are better than this still. There are a lot of songs that I don't like that are better than this still. Fair enough. Yeah. So let uh, that uh, uh, boom, boom, pow, who we quoted before, you're mm-hmm. so 2000 and late. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a good song. At least it's fun. That's the thing. Yeah. There's a certain amount of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like levity or like, no, not even levity, like goofiness yeah. about the black eyed peas. Yeah. Like when you have a, a background vocal that's just Lahaim, yeah. like there's humor to that, but this is humorless. Right. Or if it was supposed to be funny, it doesn't work. Will I am legitimately thinks that he goes hard. Mm-hmm. Or if he meant for it to be taken as tongue in cheek, he didn't go hard enough. Like, he, yeah. it didn't, it wasn't, yeah. the joke wasn't taken far enough. So it falls somewhere in the middle of, like, hilarious because it's so over the top and right. serious. And you're just sort of left going, what, what is Right, this? like, nobody, uh, maybe somebody somewhere, some jealous chicken out there. Yeah. Thinks that Will I Am is, like, badass. Or, like, who's threatening his badassery right. that he has to come out with this yeah. song? Very bizarre. All right. Hit us with the J-Lo. You want me to read the j I almost said sing. Do you want me to sing us? I'm I not going to sing us the J-Lo. She doesn't so- even sing it. Nope. She's just there to be in the video. This is dumb. Neither J-Lo nor Mick Jagger have writing credits in this song. Mm-hmm. Not surprising at all. Right. Would you want to? I would want to make that money. I guess so. That's true. And it's like normally you can get a songwriting credit. Like look at Kiss with God Gave Rock and Roll to You. They changed a couple of lyrics in that song and added a rant about how life can get you down, but you got to rock and roll. Yeah. But they that's get songwriting. That is special. That is Kiss. Anyway, J-Lo, huh? Now let me take this time to say, I don't want to lead you on. You can go hard or you can go home. Well, I, I know it's a lot to take. I don't want to lead you on. You can go hard or you can go home. You can go hard. Ooh, ooh. Wait a minute. I'm going to make it a little harder. I'm going to make it a little harder. Give it to you a little harder. This is hard. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. The woo-woos are Will I Am, though. Yeah, sure. So well, I was just, that, I was just folding those into the, the two the inner, of them, yeah. actually. Okay. So. Does this song relate to the rest of the song at all? If we're talking about, like, erections, I guess? I'm so uh, uncomfortable. uh, We are at times talking about erections, sure. Sure. Otherwise, like, I I don't want to say any of my thoughts. (laughs) Uh, Well, don't lead us on like that. What is a lot to take? You know what I'm saying? 
there's not much more substance there than just the penis business. So, okay, let's take that entire those entire uh, that grouping of lines. Mm-hmm. You know how many times I've got this episode? I do it's know really how many times. Wild, even for me. I don't want to lead you on. You can go hard or you can go home. I mean, well, I know it's a lot to take. Leading you on has a sexual connotation. Yeah. And so then when it's followed by you can go hard or you can go home, it seems like J-Lo saying, like, you can get the action going or you can get out of here, pal. But I don't want to lead you on. Well, I don't want to lead you on because I'm going to tell you directly, like, either you get this thing going <laughs> or I'm not interested in having a chat with you. Yeah. So hit the road, Jack. <laughs> Jack, are you going to throw that in there, too? I don't know. It's going to be. Oh, I didn't think of it like like masturbating. No, (laughs) not at all. I was just, you know, using a common old timey phrase while I uncomfortably talk about this. It is very uncomfortable. You teach (laughs) high school students. And so like I know I told you a story recently about how a book that we were reading included a reference to masturbation. So then I had to like say that word several times. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. Uh, is this nonsense? Yeah, it's it is. Stupid. So I can it's call it garbage like, nonsense. Uh, yeah, it yeah, is it nonsense is. garbage. Brad, I free you. Please call it nonsense garbage. Like, don't, don't hold back I, when the uh, truth is right in front of you. Will I am? I want to thank you for allowing me to spout out. Something I say far more often than I should. Brad's been trying to hold back on the nonsense garbage because it was like a go-to. Right. And he wanted to really make sure he was only calling something nonsense garbage if it deserved that label. Well, Brad, if any song deserves that label, this one one does. This one is nonsense garbage. Yeah. Jagger part. I'm exhausted. Yeah, so am I. We need to wrap this song up so I can get some pork chops in my tummy. All right, so then Mick Jagger gives us verse three with hard like rock and roll. Time bombs ticking. Explode. Baby, this is dynamo. Better move back now. It's about to blow. Hard like geometry and trigonometry. This is crazy. Psychology. Get it, baby. I'm about to win. Watch out now. I'm going in. And then Mick Jagger sings the chorus. Yeah. In space. This is the least nonsense of the verses. Or at the very least, the least ridiculous of the verses. It is nonsense just because the song is about something that's nonsensical. But when a 70-year-old man... I mean, how old was he in, in 2011? Oh, a hundred thousand. One hundred thousand. When a one hundred thousand. Mick Jagger was one hundred thousand. Year he old was man born in. Is using the simile hard like geometry yeah. and trigonometry. Like how juvenile do we have to be? He was born in forty three. He's seventy five now. So he's seventy five. So he was like sixty seven. Yeah. Yes, I'll trust you. Yes, I'm gonna take your word for it because I don't math. I'm math. It's hard like any math, math as far as I'm concerned. Hard like 
subtraction. Yeah. But yeah, like that's such a juvenile reference for somebody who's in their late 60s. Yeah. Like it's hardly geometry. What are you? One of my 14 year old students? Like if they came up with that simile, I'd be down with it. But like grow up, Mick Jagger. You've been through a lot in your life. You've been a songwriter since you were It could be hard like anything, but it's going to be hard like geometry and trigonometry. That's correct. And then this is crazy psychology. I hate that line. What is he about to win? Are we just listing subjects in school? History. Algebra. These are words. <laughs> Literature. <laughs> like, what are we these, doing here? These are words that end in Y. I'm an old dude. Anatomy. History. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nailed it. That was perfect. Get it, baby. I'm about to win. What are you about to win? He's going in. It just was something to rhyme he's with about to, He's about to bang J-Lo. <laughs> she, that's real. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to lead Mick Jagger on. Oh, I guess that would be a win. Is uh, but women are not prizes to be won. That's true. But he does, uh, to use baseball terminology, he does score. Does he? Well, he he's says about, I'm he's going. about to. I we mean, don't know how he's it down by out. one in the ninth, and he had to, you know round the bases real quick. Dennis, that's for you. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. No. Who? No. Nobody. Anyone who likes this is insane. Yeah. Talk about this is crazy psychology. Like yeah. if if this song speaks to you, then you are crazy. This, psychology. This song is worth a listen just so that you know how bad a song can mm-hmm. be. For that reason alone. But it's not really worth a listen. It's worth watching the video and listening to it. Because I think even just like on its own listening to it. Who gives it hoot? Like, yeah. it's terrible. But the video is so batshit that it makes the whole experience more entertaining. All right. So I think that you can't help but, uh, at, at the very least, hear it. You know, like you're going to watch the, the batshit video and you're going to hear lines like hard like morning wood in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I think the full... The fullest experience with this song yeah. is watching the video while obviously listening to it with the volume on. Yeah. Otherwise, like, I don't think it's worth it. I don't have yourself it. Have yourself some sort of controlled substance have handy. Have six because, beers oh. and then turn on this video and laugh. Okay. So this video, I think, is basically product placement after product placement mm-hmm. after product mm-hmm. placement. In fact, there are... Well, it's clearly a Beats commercial. We see that several not times. Not just Beats, yeah. But the uh, bike, the motorcycle... Six six different product placements in this okay, video. Okay, give it to me. So there's HTC, which he's texting on his HTC phone. Oh, at the very yeah, beginning. yeah, yeah. BMW, which is the yes. car he's driving mm-hmm. throughout it. Beats by Dre, which yes. is the obviously the speaker in the video. And the headphones he's wearing when he's in a rocket in also space. Also Beats by Dre, huh? Uh, Siemens Valero, which is a company that builds high-speed trains in Europe and Russia. Oh, the train is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a commercial. Cool. And then also the Chrysler 300, which is... Oh, I'm sorry. The BMW was a motorcycle he was mm-hmm. riding. And the Chrysler 300 was the car with the Beats by Dre speaker. Well, and he also drives a Hummer. He does drive a Hummer, too. Yeah. So that, I don't so, think they're commercially sold anymore, but... Uh, it's still there. I'm not sure. And That's it the is hardest vehicle. I guess the so. Hardest, uh, it has, like, weird boxes non- thrown at it. Oh, boy. But yeah, he starts out... This is the progression of the video. He starts out running. Right. He runs through a wall and is magically on a bicycle. 
Then all of a sudden, it's a motorcycle. He jumps over a wall, and then suddenly he's in a car. The car turns into a Hummer. Then he's in a propeller plane. Then he jumps out of the propeller plane onto a train. He rides on the top of a train, ends up in a fighter jet, and then into a rocket where he's shot into space. Yeah. And while he's doing like the earthbound vehicles, J-Lo's just like dancing on these weird signs he's navigating oh, yeah. around. I'm sure that the three of them were never in the same room at the oh, same time. that's yeah. clear. Yeah. That is clear. And then once he gets into space, he like warp speeds through J-Lo, like triangles right. of color. And then there's Mick Jagger. Yeah. So I think that that is, I think that that is very clearly a uh, 2001 Space Odyssey reference to the weird, like, trippy space journey he takes at the end of the movie before he becomes a baby. You're looking at me like, (laughs) like, I think you're you're giving this too much credit. I think it could be very easily. I uh, guess so. Yeah. Um, I guess so. And I also feel like Mick Jagger's video performance in this song is also wildly phoned in. I think he spent about eight minutes in front of a green screen and then they just cut together footage. He has several different outfits, which I think is crazy because he's in like does he really 30 seconds of the video. And if you watch it again, he's constantly wearing different button down shirts. And he's doing oh. a weird dance. Yeah. His singing is bizarre. And then in the last shot of him, he's in like a furry black cape. And that's the last shot of the whole what? video. Wait a second. I need. To, oh, are you telling me I'm going to have to watch this yes. video again to see Mick, Mick Jagger, Jagger in a furry... is in a furry black cape with like a red lining, like a Ugh. like some kind of animal hating magician at the end of the video. <laughs> that's great. And then it just ends. Yeah. This is yeah. bullshit. I, I mean, you can't get harder than animal hating magician i guess right? not liquid swords or not i guess not and imagine, can you imagine an animal hating magician with a liquid sword no no wow. i can't that's too no, hard I can't. that's too hard i have to go home yeah that's like morning wood all day long I that's how hard that is hated a song we've talked about right. this much yeah maybe ever i don't know in a long time you hated you're beautiful by james you're blunt and off there. that's the one yeah i do i hate that passionately right um and i i hate uh you're my butterfly sugar baby what is that yeah. song butterfly called? butterfly <laughs> <laughs> you know that word that you just said a second ago? That's the one. Come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Oh, I don't talk that. about come in I reference hate... to oh! this song, Katie. Settle down. Me? You're a filth pot. What? Um, but I hate this song. I hate it with every fiber yeah. of my being. I couldn't possibly grade it fairly. Right. Because I just want to give it a zero. Yeah. I was going to tell you about Will I Am's charity work. Oh, God. Am I going to feel bad now? That you hate his song? Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Okay, tell me about it. All right. So he um, he has a couple different foundations that he works for. One is the I Am Foundation. I Am College Track Foundation, excuse me. I Am College Track Foundation, uh, which is dedicated to STEM education and has almost 300 kids. And he says, quote, our kids went from having a .72 GPA to now having a 3.5 to a 4.0. I so love that's, that. Yeah. STEM education, obviously, very important. And I appreciate the fact that he takes garbage like this song and makes that money for his grandkids, nieces, 
So or, that they can go to college too. So that they can. So that's one of his other charities is the I Am Angel Foundation, which helps students with college scholarships, financial literacy, and college prep. That's really cool. So I he think is that's great. Very invested in people's children's education. Yeah. And, uh, you know, achieving higher education. And I think sometimes folks who don't have access to college but manage to get there through scholarship may also get to college in a situation where they're not fully prepared. So having a program where there is a a goal for college preparation and like a a focus on higher ed to kind of help people get a leg up, I think that's really great. Do I like the song any better? No, I do not. I was going to say, I I am hopeful that some of these kids will get the education that they need so that they can be smart enough to write better songs than Will I Am has. That is what I was hoping you would say. Oh, let's that is keep what our fingers crossed. Saying. Here's to the future, Katie. Mm-hmm. So, so Brad. Yeah. Are you going to listen to this song? No, never. no, never, no, no. What? How would you grade it? I hate it so much. Yeah. Something is written, so I feel like I have to give it like a D. I have to pass it. Like yeah. something's done. Oh boy. Something is done. If a student ever handed in a piece of work to you that talked about their erect phallus. Well, please don't suggest that that's a possibility. I can't handle it. (laughs) I hope everybody can can hear your hand on your face. I'm too prude (laughs) to handle it. (laughs) Windows down, radio up. Fudge, no. Fudge, no. Never. Never, ever, ever. Whoever recommended this song, I'm mad at you. You might not even. But I also want to thank you for filling up an hour of our evening. (laughs) I feel like this is time I'll never get back. (laughs) Never will. Nor will you for having had listened to it. So thanks for that. Couple of things that we want to remind people about before we sign off for the night. Yes. Couple of things being one thing that I have here. Do you have something? Nope. Mine is the same thing as your thing. Oh, okay. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to say it? So last week on uh, our episode talking about NXS, never tear us apart. We had on a wonderful guest. Uh, Jamie Pagliaro, who is the frontman of the band Bard, and he is also involved in the St. James Players in Montclair, which I'm involved in also. And Jamie's band Bard is playing at Tierney's in Montclair on February 2nd. Uh, the show starts at 7.30 p.m. The opening act is Youth in Reverse. Uh, the cover for the evening is $10 at the door for both bands and a super fun night. So if you are into great music and you're in the area and you want to hang out with us, because we'll definitely be there, yeah. come out to Tierney's in Montclair on February 2nd at 7.30 and bring your 10 bucks in cash with you. In cash at the door. Mm-hmm. I also want to thank that German guy who obviously didn't listen to the episode before dropping us a review. Yeah, we got our first one-star review, which was really fun. Ignorant and, uh, babble, bros. Ignorant babble. It said that we were ignorant, but then went on to say that it was a shame we had never met anyone from the UK uh, because fairy tale from New York is a fairy tale from New York. Fairy tale of New York is beloved. But if you listen to the episode, I hope it comes across that Brad and I both love that song. And also like I lived in the UK. Brad and I know a lot of people who live there and I think they got what we were talking about. So I I don't know. I'm entertained that someone like read us so wildly incorrectly. I still still want to welcome your reviews criticizing our performance because if you want to give us a one star review, go for it. But please make sure you like cite your sources appropriately. 
appropriately. Let us know what it is that you didn't enjoy, as opposed to just assuming that you know what we say. Sounds like good advice, Brad. Thanks. With that, I guess we should wrap this up. Uh, again, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can reach us at decompositionpod at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at decomp underscore pod, Facebook and Instagram at decomposition podcast. Uh, get yourself onto the Apple Podcast app. Drop us a rating and a review. Let us know what we've done, good, bad, or otherwise. Just but make sure you actually listen to the episode. Or whatever. Eh. Again, thank you guys for listening, and you just chill till the next episode.